Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Hey, today on the podcast, we talk about Nathan McKinnon's house that's up for sale on Grand Lake. It's going to cost you a pretty penny, but we're going to tell you what's inside that's pretty cool. Yeah, you're going to want to know what's inside before you put down the down payment. <laughs> Matea Roach, she could put down a down payment. Sure she could. She won $750,000 on Jeopardy, right? She's back on Jeopardy and telling her most Nova Scotian story ever. We've got it for you on the podcast. Also, the crazy way you got fired. There's lots of this going around these days, and Move listeners tell us their stories. Right now, the $1,000 minute advantage. He answered a question number 10 for November 10th. $1,000 minute will be Dartmouth. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning. How you doing? Ah, great. How you doing? It's Wednesday. Well, you know what the fact, right? I'm in Toronto. This is where I'm uh, broadcasting from. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there's a Tim Hortons open at 10 to 5? (laughs) Oh, my God. Toronto time. Did you not have coffee? (laughs) No. You've got to be kidding me. We get into our routines. So let's talk about routines for just a minute. What's yeah, the fact? Yeah. Um, what times does sun come up these days? I forget. It's like by 7, don't we start to see some sun? 7.03 a.m. exactly. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> exact. Thank you, Google. Uh, <laughs> I, I leave the station and she gets all scientific on me. <laughs> I'm a whole new person. Okay. So, so speaking of scientific, it takes thousands of years for light to escape the sun. And then 8.3 minutes for it to reach the Earth. So the sunlight that we see at what time again, Aaron? 7 7.03 on the that dot. Sun, that sunlight that we are going to see at 7.03 on the dot this morning <laughs> is actually thousands of years old. Oh. hmm Okay. Yep. Jeez. Okay. This is weird. 1978, pilot Frederick Valinich, uh-huh. U.S. Air Force pilot, and his plane disappeared during a UFO encounter. His last communication was, that strange aircraft is hovering on top of me again. Two seconds of open microphone noise then. It's hovering, and it's not an aircraft. What? Never was seen it? it again. Oh, my God. That's, mm-hmm. that's eerie. Okay. Uh, let's get on to think this. I, I got this especially for you this morning, this fact. Okay. Uh, the most expensive restaurant in the world is called Sublimotion. And it's in the Hard Rock Hotel in Ibiza, Spain. Oh. The average price, say if you and Renee both went to this sublimotion mm-hmm. restaurant, when you walked out, your bill before tip would proc- would be approximately $4,000. Oh, $2, my God. $2,000 per person. Can you imagine spending that kind of money on a meal? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think I can see you doing that. <laughs> Right. You're like, just, she's completely irresponsible with her money. She'll <laughs> definitely spend this. <laughs> just for the experience. So you can True. come back and talk about it on the radio. Do it for the gram and, and for the radio. Talking, we're talking about this on the radio this morning. Uh, the movie Dumb and Dumber. Jim Carrey got paid 140 times more than <laughs> Jeff Daniels oh my God. for Dumb and Dumber. Can you imagine? How mad. I would be pissed to this day if I was Jeff Daniels. Yeah, that is not cool. Jim Carrey got $7 million. <laughs> Jeff Daniels got $50,000. That's it? $7 million, 50000 50, Which left Jeff Daniels saying, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Start your workday on Move 100 with a chance to win up to $20,000. 
Aaron and Peter's Beat the Bank. Mornings at 9 on Move 100. And for the person who has moved the most oh. out of anybody they know, <laughs> we found out that 45% of people say that moving is the most stressful event of their life. Um, I'm, that's not far from the truth for me. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, that sounds like you've lived a pretty privileged life if that's the worst thing that can happen to you, the most stressful thing. Yeah. But it is so bad. Every time I move, and really it's moving my kids. Exactly, right? yeah. And maybe it'd be more, <laughs> maybe it'd be easier if it was just me. But no, I don't think so. Every time uh, I have to move somebody, it's like, okay, that's it. I am I am going to be, I get hurt. Yep. I'm sweaty. Your back um, is out we've for had, a week. We've, we've had words. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. You've lived in the same place for a long time, but you do have kids, and when they're moving around, it's hard. I have a memory of one time I was when I was a student. I was, I think, I don't know, it was like end of exams, and I was stressed. I had roommates, and I had to move, and I I just, you know, like your kids probably did, Peter. I just called my mom bawling. I was like, (laughs) I'm so stressed. I don't know where to begin, and she's like, okay, I'm getting on the next flight. Mm. (laughs) It's brutal. My worst moving experience was fairly recently when uh, my daughter moved from, well, I was going to say moved to Halifax, but that's not even true. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what was happening is she was finishing university in Toronto yeah. with a job in Ottawa, but she couldn't, she had to be out of her place in Toronto, and then she didn't have her apartment in Toronto, in, in Ottawa, until like a week later. So, Oh, man. <laughs> of course, right? The, so the cheapest option, not the smartest, not the smartest option by any <laughs> means, but the cheapest option was to drive a trailer to Toronto, load all of her stuff in the back of it. Oh, yeah, and her boyfriend's too. Uh, <laughs> of course. Drive from Toronto back to Nova Scotia, and then a week later when she got her apartment in Ottawa, drive back to Ottawa and unload oh, it there. Now, you did people the are full saying, trip, yeah. Why would you do that, Peter? Why wouldn't you just, you know, I don't know, drop off the trailer somewhere in Ottawa? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> That's not happening. Was, or put it in storage somewhere in Ottawa. No. No. <laughs> it was less expensive by, I don't know, a couple of thousand dollars or something like that to actually do that drive. Oh, my God. But all <sighs> the time it took... And the yep. effort it took, was it really yep. worth it? No. No, it wasn't. And You're like, so never I, again. And then never again, right? Yeah, yeah. And, but no. <laughs> There's always an again. A year later, she, I mean, we wanted her back in Halifax so bad. Of course. We did it again a year later. God love you. You always say that, though. You have that one bad move, right? And you're like, okay, it's movers next time, or I'm never going anywhere. This is my forever home. Because it really is a brutal time. Nobody enjoys that, right? Yeah, but movers, that's great if your company's paying for them. Yeah, because they're so expensive. Yeah. Yeah, it's just wild. So, uh, curious, who listening has moved way too much in life like so much more than anybody that you know has moved uh want to know why (laughs) where you moved to and how'd you make out give us a shout mornings with aaron and peter on move 100 hello join the show anytime at 451-1313 moving's the worst it's the worst uh we got a text here saying i think it was eight houses in seven cities by the time i was eight but probably five or six times since i was a kid Hmm. why we want to know why you move so much (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. Who is chasing you? Mm-hmm. Honestly, honestly. This is wild, though. This text says, in total, I've moved 24 times since I was eight. I'm originally from the UK, and being military, there's lots of moving around. I bloody hate moving. That's wow. from Ian. Yeah, that's awful. 24 times. I mean, if I moved that many times, I think I wouldn't own anything. Because, you know, when you move, it's kind of your chance to just purge everything you already own. I would yeah. just get rid of it all, so it's the easy. It's just easier to move. Some people are good at it. I, I ran into uh, we we're at dinner at a friend's place, and he said he's basically has his life down to three of those big uh, Rubbermaid tubs. Oh, nice! Right? Yeah. And and so he's moved across the country a couple of times for school and for work. Okay. And basically, if he can get that in the back of a car or ship it home, it's. That's his life right there. He's got everything he needs. And if you can work that out, I mean, it's not it's not that bad, right? But nobody's that prepared. Nobody's that organized, right? No you're way. packing up your house. You're finding things that you haven't touched or looked at in 25 years. Going, why did better I take this? This, yeah. <laughs> uh, good morning, Move 100. How about you? Have you moved a lot in your life? I moved 12 times. 12 times. When's the last time you moved? Um, Two months ago. Is that it? No more moves? Sure as heck hope not. Why'd you, moved, uh, <laughs> why'd you move so much? Uh, relocating to different cities, um, buying new homes, mm. you know. Running from the law? <laughs> she yeah, no. She does not no. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, okay, 12 times. 12 I bet times. there's somebody who's moved even more, but uh, thank you so much. We really appreciate crazy. your call. You guys have a great morning. You? Listen to you. Oh, thank you. thank you so much. Yeah. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Text uh, saying 24 times since I was eight. I think that takes the lead right now. 24 times since this person was eight years old. They were that's, in the military, though, which makes sense, right? That's the number to beat at this point, 24 times in their lifetime. Renee was a military kid. Her dad was in the military, so she was born in Vancouver, and then up until she was about 15, 16 years old, has lived in so many different cities that I, I literally can't keep track of where she's lived before. Like, it'll just come mm. up in conversation. Oh, yeah, I lived there between I between <laughs> 8 and 9 or 8 and 10. And I'm like, oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yeah, she lived so many places. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Move 100. Have you moved, uh, moved around a lot? I just moved from Ontario to uh, Nova Scotia, too. I got caught up in a scam and uh, for a moving company. I almost lost everything. What? Oh, wow. What happened? Um, what was it called? Uh, Moonstar Van Line. Okay. They uh, they charged me originally 4500 to have everything moved. Yeah. But as soon as they got my property, they charged me, what was it, 12000 Just around 12000 Yeah. For what? <laughs> I've heard about scams like this. They hold on to your stuff until you pay them the money, right? Yeah, they had my motorcycle, too. They had everything. Oh, and my... We end up uh, having to pick it up in uh, New Glasgow after like trying and trying and trying to find out where my prop, like where all my um, stuff was, mm. and they put it in a storage unit. It looked like it was uh, packed by like a twelve-year-old. Wow! But Jeez. did you get it all back? I, uh, I got the motorcycle back. That was pretty much the only thing that was good out of the uh, whole storage unit. Right. Basically, oh. I. I paid all that money just to have my motorcycle moved. All my kids' beds, everything was oh, just trash. Oh, that's, that's sad. awful. So sorry that happened to you. It, it is what it is. We've we've moved on from it. We we now own a house. Like we had a hard time when we first moved out here. Like a real hard time. Yeah. yeah. 
Live and learn. Jeez. Thanks so much. Well, thanks yeah. for sharing that with us. We appreciate it. All right. Take care, guys. All right. You Bye-bye. too. Bye. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I want you to know what's trending. Oh, my goodness. It was so great to see Matea Roach back on our TV screens last night. Peter, did you get a chance to catch it? I did not. How Uh, did she do? Oh, my gosh. She was amazing. So, okay. If you missed it, she made her debut in the Jeopardy Tournament of Champions exhibition last night. Uh, against Amy Schneider and Matt Amodio. While there was no prize money at stake, of course, our girl, Matea, took the lead. She had a final score of $17,600. Now, during the game, Ken Jennings asked about how Matea's life has changed since her newfound fame. And Ken was kind of having a laugh at how Canadian all of Matea's stories are. Take a listen. Yeah, so at one point I actually got invited to like a magazine's fundraising gala in Toronto and I was seated at a table with Margaret Atwood. Um, I didn't chat with her a lot, but at one point she kind of tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, you have to see this. And someone else at the table had worn socks with like an illustration of her face on it. And then on the sole of the foot, it was like a handmade from The Handmaid's Tale. So I guess if you get famous enough in Canada, like people show up at galas where you're going to be with socks with your face on them? I don't know. I'm not there yet. And Justin Trudeau texted you. Uh, he didn't text me. He tweeted about he me. He tweeted about Very you. important. I love how Canadian all your stories are. <laughs> I'm really... I'm kids doing, from Degrassi I... now hang out with me, Ken. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was hilarious. The game wait, was so funny. Everybody was just laughing the whole time. It was really fun. She beat Amy Snyder? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, she was wow. amazing. She because was amazing. Amy's like the queen. It's I know. Like, that's incredible. Also, uh, CTV's Katie Kelly actually spoke to Matea Roach last night. And I love this. Matea won like over $750,000 Canadian, right? Mm-hmm. On Jeopardy. So Katie asked her about what she's splurged on with that money. No, I'm so boring. I always like feel like I'm such a disappointment with this question. I'm like so boring with money. Um, no, I've spent like maybe maybe like $4,500. Like the rest of it, I was just like, I don't want to look at it. What I didn't previously own was any full, like complete matching suits. And so that was what I did for the tournament was I was like, okay, I can get like an actual top and bottom matching set. Um, Yeah, so I got one that was kind of like a burnt orange, like brown type vibe and then just a navy. So she literally won, you know, $750,000 and then went and bought two new matching suits. <laughs> the most humble thing ever. I love that. She's going to be back on Friday night on Jeopardy. So, so great to have her back. Okay, this is next level. You can now buy Nathan McKinnon's lakefront home on Grand Lake. What? If you have $6 million. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? It is true. Nathan is selling his home. So here is your chance to become neighbors with Sidney Crosby. Uh, the David Dunn Group here in Halifax is selling mm. his home at 40 Grand Lake Point. Now, before you jump in the car and head to that address to kind of creep around the house, it is a private gated community. So you can't just drive on up to the property and take a look around. But <laughs> I got to Open house say, Sunday, right? two to four. <laughs> Everyone's like, in the yard. Uh, But looking at the photos online, oh my gosh, this house is amazing. 4,500 square feet, three bedrooms, 4.5 bath, 
There's a bar and wine room. And we clearly know, based on the photos, what Nathan's uh, doing during the off-season. He has a massive, world-class, detached gym to get his training done. It is just wild. Uh, There's no word if he's looking at other properties in the province. We can only assume because we know he loves his home province of Nova Scotia. But it's kind of cool to get an inside look into how the highest-paid NHL player lives. Yeah, could you pose, uh, you know, contact David Dunn and say, oh, hi. I'm really I'm interested. Really interested. <laughs> could I just bring, you know, my camera and uh, they have must a look around? have a way to kind of weed out people weed out, who are not, yeah. you know. Weed out the errands? Yeah. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> yeah, weed out Imposters, the errands. that's yeah, all. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Hey, and this is cool. Justin Trudeau is making history as the first world leader to appear on the Drag Race franchise. He, of course, is going to be on the new season of Canada's Drag Race. We're not entirely sure which episode, but they did uh, tweet a little photo of uh, Justin Trudeau on set. And the premiere of the new season is actually happening next Saturday. So stay tuned for his big, uh, big, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what he's doing on there. Is he judging? Is he just showing up? Who knows? If he doesn't show up in drag, then... We don't want it. Then we don't (laughs) want it. If all you're going to do is like, you know, phone it in, never mind. Not happening. (laughs) And that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. Good people. Good music. Good conversation. Positive, energetic. They keep you really calm and in a good mood all the time. Mornings on Move 100. With Aaron and Peter. We have to share this story with you. Uh, Twitter obviously has been in the news the last few weeks. Oh boy. With Elon mm-hmm. Musk taking over. We heard about the whole blue checkmark drama. He was going to charge people eight bucks a month to have that verified checkmark. Uh, which, first of all, is quite embarrassing because if you do still have a blue check mark, we know you're paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And also, not to mention, it caused a bunch of drama because a bunch of people were paying for the check marker. They had it. They changed their name, pretended to be Elon Musk. Yeah. He was all mad. He banned all these people. Like It's been a hot mess. It's been a hot mess. He's been cleaning house, too. Yeah, so he fired a whole bunch of people, which doesn't really make any sense because it's like, buddy, you need some some staff to run Twitter, right? Right. What if you fired, you you walk into a new business, you really don't know how to run this business. Literally no idea. You're really bad at social media. Yeah, you need a team. And you say, I can do this better than you. (laughs) So much better. Better. Oh my gosh, it is bad. It is bad. I came across, I'm, I'm lying in bed last night and I'm scrolling through TikTok as I do. And I came across this video of a former Twitter employee who just found out that he got fired by Twitter and he wanted to share his story about how he found out he was fired. And I cannot believe it's real. His name is Matt Shaver. And here is his story. Um, I've worked at Twitter for over five years. I'm an engineer um, and I was not fired on a phone call. I was not fired at an in-person meeting. I wasn't even fired over text message. Uh, No, I was fired over email. Um, And I'm going to show you the email that Hannah, the uh, new HR director or whatever the hell she is, um, sent me this morning, letting me know I was fired. So here's the email that Hannah sent me. As you can see, uh, she just tells me that my email access is going away at 6 p.m. today and then attaches a meme of Elon saying, time to leave the nest, you're fired. So (laughs) I got this and I replied, I was like, this is a joke, right? Like this is a a fun Elon thing he's going to tweet about later. And she was like, oh no, you're, you're fired. 
Um, <laughs> I talked to some of my friends that got fired and they got the same email, although some of the text on their memes was a little different, I guess. But um, yeah, this is a huge surprise because I've been working there for over five years. Like I said, um, I helped uh, build Twitter. I'm, a, I'm an engineer. I helped build the feature that shows you one of Elon's tweets every time you open the app. So I thought, you know, maybe my job would be safe. Uh, and before that, I worked on Vine, which uh, Elon talked about bringing back. So I thought, you know, even if he did fire people, I thought I'd be OK. But I guess not, because um, according to this, it is time for me to leave the nest. So. Uh, yeah, if anyone's hiring, uh, let me know, I guess. They fired this guy with a meme of Elon Musk. And then he posted an update on the whole situation. Two days later, he got another email from this Hannah girl from HR. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. said, uh, hi, Matt. As you might have heard, we're looking to rehire some employees that were previously fired. <laughs> what? Then she attached <laughs> another meme of Elon Musk saying, don't take flight Come home to roost. Oh my God! What is happening? Oh I, it's God. honestly he, he. This guy wants us to take him seriously, taking over Twitter. You know, he's the big Tesla man, whatever. But this is how you treat your employees. Okay, you fire so them with a meme. It's funny. It's sad. It's yeah. a whole bunch of things. But you know what I'm most upset about during that whole conversation? What? It never occurred to me that there was someone who designed the logarithm. That'll, that put an Elon Musk tweet in front of me every time I open Twitter. This guy did. I don't know if it's happening anymore since he's fired. That's the height of vanity. I right know. There. It's Isn't embarrassing. It, it really is embarrassing. You, you look at anything about Move 100, there's going to be something there from Aaron Hopkins. I mean, <laughs> how? I, that, that's not true. That's not the way it works. No. But imagine somebody has the ability to do that and the level of vanity it would take to say, uh, yeah. Put one of mine up there so every time they open up this app, they see me. I'm not Elon Musk level, I promise. (laughs) Isn't that the wildest story you've ever heard, though? I couldn't believe it was real, but, like, literally I screenshotted when he showed the email. He actually printed it out, and it was a real email from their HR department in Twitter. So if you got fired in in an absolutely wicked way, in some sort of... Horrible yet funny when you look back on it way. Chances are not by a meme, but maybe it was bad. Or by a multi-billionaire. You didn't get fired by the richest man in the world who obviously has way too much power. Yeah, exactly. But you got fired by that guy. Uh-huh. And if it was crazy, we want to know about it. Yeah, give us a shout. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. I, I've been fired once in my life. And I was 15 years old, and I'm still not over it. I worked, okay, this is so random. I worked at the Hallmark card store in like a little strip mall when I was 15. I'm pretty sure that was like legally the only job I was allowed to have at the time. Uh Um, And I got fired. The, The boss lady, she was mean. She was so mean, and she fired me because... Some something to do with the money not adding up correctly. And literally, <laughs> okay. she thought that I was stealing. She thought I was oh, taking money Aaron. out of the register. But you know what the truth is? I 
I was just really bad at math. You know this, Peter. You know this about me. I was really bad at math, and I just honestly made a bad mistake. And she fired me, and I was mortified because it was in front of people that were in the store. People were looking at me. I was so upset. It was like a 10-minute walk from my house at the time when I was, you know, obviously living with my parents. I was 15. And I walked home, and I bawled. I bawled the entire way oh, home. That's and I, so sad. I got home and I was like, Dad, she fired me. She thinks I'm stealing money. And oh, yeah. my dad was so mad. He right. got did in he, the car. Did he march? Yes. He okay, got yes. in the car. He went straight to the Hallmark store. <laughs> <laughs> and he told this woman off, shame on you for assuming she's stealing. She would never do such a thing. Imagine if I was. I wasn't. But imagine. Oh, it was brutal. Just she's just bad at math. I could I could vouch for you now. Yeah, I'm literally call Peter. <laughs> right, he knows. Do I'm not, not put this woman in charge of cash. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that will be a fatal mistake for your store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. So, have you ever been fired? Was it was it done in a bad way? Was it as bad as Elon Musk is you know firing people? By using memes. We got some texts coming in to 124.7. This text says, I started working at a vet clinic and I was only there for about two weeks. I was called into the office by the wife of the vet. And they told me they had to let me go because she had a bad dream that I was going to ruin their business. They've been in business for many years. I was related to another vet in the city, so I guess she thought I didn't have integrity and would share inside info. I so could have taken them to the labor board, but realized in the end it just wasn't worth it. Uh. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Sorry, I had a really bad dream that you were going to ruin everything, so you got to go. You got to get out of here. Okay, so this is a family thing, too. I haven't read this entire text yet, Um, but that's always dangerous, so I Uh like it. I like it that way. Uh, Texas, when I was 15, I was working at a Mr. Donut. Management changed, and the new manager's mother had a habit of dropping in and putting in her two cents, two cents worth. I only worked on Sunday mornings. We didn't have uniforms. We just dressed in good clothes. This was the 70s, so I wore blue pants and a pink top my mother had made that I loved. The lady wanted us to wear a lab coat, of all things. I didn't buy one because it cost more than I made in a week. (laughs) The following Sunday, she came in again, and I didn't have a lab coat on. So in front of the customer, she told me I look like a farmer, and I better buy a lab coat for the next Sunday. One of the regular customers stood up and told her she she looked like the farmer. At least I was nice. Oh, my God. Well, I wasn't fired, but I quit right then, and his mother had to finish my shift. (laughs) (laughs) There are some instances like that or the vet story where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm good. I'm just going to let myself out here. Yeah, Yeah. you know you don't make enough money to be putting up with that. (laughs) This text, my first job ever was when I worked in Toronto for Baskin Robbins. I was 15 years old. I went in for my first day of training, excited to finally be making pocket money. You know, you get that money to yourself. The owner made me try and memorize the ice cream flavors in the first 30 seconds of being there. What? When I was unable to recite them perfectly in their order, he did a big hand motion and screamed, training over! I laugh now, but man, that was crushing for a nervous well, teenager. They have like 84 flavors How are you supposed to memorize all that in 30 30- <laughs> did you work at Baskin Robinson? Did you have to memorize all of the flavors? They're on the board. Okay, what else do you need to know? It's not good. <laughs> yeah. Morning.
things made easy. A big cup of coffee. Aaron and Peter. Yes, my day started. Get me ready to get to work every day. On Halifax's Move 100. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Okay, we have a very excited Pam Rich on the line this morning. Pam, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Pam, I want to make sure you can hear Peter. Peter's actually working from Toronto this morning. Good Peter. morning, Pam. I love Hi, your last Peter. name. Pardon me? Oh, yes, I know. Your last Rich? name. <laughs> I'm hoping it's going to be in money soon, too. There you yeah. go. Okay, so Pam, here's how the game works. You get one minute on the clock, 10 questions, get them all right, you're going to win a grand. If not, we'll give you 10 bucks for each correct answer you give us. Pam, if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. If there's time, we'll come back to it. But the first answer you give us is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Okay. Pam Rich, are you ready to do this? Yes. Okay, Pam, your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Pam, which day of the week is known as hump day? Wednesday. The Nova Scotia record for the most snowfall in 24 hours was 101 centimeters during which historic storm? White one. Which Disney character has a sidekick named Tinkerbell? Peter Pan. How much money is nine quarters, two dimes, and one nickel? Uh, that's uh, two dollars. On this day in 1967, the first issue of this influential music magazine was published. Rolling Stone. What's the name of SpongeBob's pet snail? Gary. <laughs> what was the last decade in which Pierre Trudeau was the prime minister? What decade? Yep. 80s. What animal is said to be out of the bag when you reveal a secret? Cat. What is the largest number of, or sorry, what is the largest member of the cat family of animals? Lion. Uh, eating all of your daily calories between noon and 8 p.m. is an example of what kind of diet? Intermittent fast. Okay, just in time, Pam. Whoa, Pam, you can let okay. you know how many you got right. How many? Well, you got a lot right. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> well, let's go through the answers, okay? Hump day, yeah, that's Wednesday. White one, 101 centimeters, 18 years ago. Tinkerbell, Peter Pan's friend. Rolling Stone magazine is right. Gary, the pet snail. Um, the 80s, when Pierre Trudeau was last prime minister. The cat is out of the bag, that's right. Intermittent fasting is right. But the largest member of the cat family is the tiger. Mm, you were Siberian so close. Oh, so close. So yeah. close. And one other thing. Nine quarters... Okay, so yeah. that's two twenty-five. Two oh. dimes makes it two forty-five, and one nickel makes it two dollars and fifty cents. Oh. You got eight out of ten, right, Pam? Yay! Eighty bucks, Pam. Congratulations! <laughs> Don't forget, next time you get thrown into playing the thousand-dollar minute like you just did this morning, yes. <laughs> check our podcast. We give away the answer to question number ten for the next day's game on our podcast, which you can oh. find anywhere where you get your podcasts by searching oh. "Move Mornings with Aaron and Peter." Okay, great. Thank okay, you so much. Okay, Pam. Fun. You hang on the line for us, okay? Okay, thank you. All right. We'll be back with your chance to win a grand in under 60 seconds tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock on Move 100. Pam Richer. Pam Richer. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, good one. <laughs> Bring me that smile in the morning. Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Rated E for everyone. Hello, everyone. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Move 100.
My gosh, it's freezing outside. Weird. We've been used to like what last weekend it was twenty two degrees, mm-hmm. and then yesterday, okay, sunny and eight degrees. You think that's okay? That's you can still go outside, enjoy the nice weather. No, it is so cold. The wind is brutal. Yesterday, I don't know if you spend any time outdoors walking around, but it was brutal. We're not used to this anymore. I wonder if the rest of the world has these wild kind of neurotic swings in weather I know. like we do. I always think about people who suffer from migraines, times like these. Oh, my mm. goodness, do I feel for you. Because when we're going from 22 degrees to 3 degrees in a day, it does not, it's not right. So what about the latest on this uh, tropical cyclone, post-tropical storm that we're going to get this weekend? Yeah, I mean, obviously people are a little bit worried about it considering what we just went Mm -hmm. through with Fiona, but it doesn't, it's not going to be that bad, right? I mean, it's early. That was a, one of those, uh, you know, once in a generation, once in a hundred year storms. This one, we've had these before. It's not going to be that bad. It's going to rain a lot and it's going to be windy. But it's also going to be really, really mild, and we can we can take that, right? Yeah, yeah. So Saturday, it sounds like, is when it's going to make its way right into the Maritimes. Tropical Storm Nicole, currently north of the Bahamas, heading toward Florida. It's going to be a, probably a hurricane when it makes land there uh, on, on uh, tomorrow. But then it's going to move up our coast over New England and uh, merge with another system. So what uh, Environment Canada says is going to happen is that we'll have heavy rain, spreading basically into Quebec and Ontario. Rain and wind over the maritime provinces, very mild tropical temperatures. And then other parts of Canada will get some snow out of this, Quebec and Newfoundland, but not us. Rain and wind and Saturday night is when it's going to happen overnight Saturday in all likelihood. And the uh, warm temperatures continuing into Sunday as well. So maybe if you, uh, you've been a little, you know, a little lazy and you kept your Halloween decorations <laughs> right? still out, or you're, you know, you're on top of things and you, you started doing some decorating for the holidays outdoors, maybe take those in so they don't blow away right. on Saturday night. <laughs> and good news if you've been waiting for the very last leaf to fall before raking. That'll happen this week. Oh, my. Oh, no. Makes me sad. We've had such beautiful leaves all yeah. over the city. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be gone. They're like, well, I, I can't speak for each and every leaf, but yes, <laughs> Peter has predicted every leaf will be gone, <laughs> and it's going to be ugly and brown and and, bye. and crappy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> As Peter says, bye. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. According to science, really smart scientists. Which body part has the dirtiest? <laughs> Sorry, you said really smart <laughs> scientists and then went straight to body parts. Yeah. Just made me laugh. Well, these really smart scientists, is my point, say this particular body part uh-huh. has the dirtiest skin surface. Ew. Yeah, right? Did you pick this because you knew I was going to hate it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I picked it because of the answers. Okay, okay. That I am assuming people will give. According to science, <laughs> this body part has the dirtiest <laughs> skin surface. Okay, what do you think it is? Call us with your guests right now at 451-1313. Or, of course, text in your guests right now to 124-7. Worst job in the world. The scientists who had to complete this study. <laughs> yeah, I quit. <laughs> I'm done. You want me to what? I'm not doing that. No way. According to these scientists, this body part has the dirtiest skin surface. What Ugh, is it? Gross. 
Okay, looking <laughs> looking at some texts here. Uh, mm-hmm. Armpits behind your ears. That's this a really, easy. really good guess because you miss that sometimes. Neglected. neglected. <laughs> Terribly neglected. Kids, wash behind your ears. <laughs> Speaking of neglected, between your toes, this text says. God. Under no. your fingernails. Oh. <laughs> no. Your thumb. According to science. <laughs> Sorry. Why? Why? Where's it been? <laughs> According to science, this body part, though, has the dirtiest skin surface. Carry on, Aaron. Okay, Michelle Arthur says your belly button. This text says your scalp, uh, the back of your neck, the tip of your nose. None of those are right. The phones are ringing. Let's take it to the phones. Yeah, Good please. morning, Move 100. What do you think it is? Your mouth. Your mouth. <laughs> you know what? It's not your mouth. Good guess, no. though. Hi, Move 100. Your guess? Hey. What is it? Hands. Hey, oh, your hands. Your hands. Well, you yeah, think after all the things that we've learned the last few years. And all the places. Yeah, right? <laughs> Not the answer we're looking for. Thank you. Hey, yeah. good morning. Move 100. What is your guess? Uh, your hands. Your hands. Yeah. Uh, nope, it's not your hands. Thank you, though. Appreciate the call. Thanks. Bye. Hey, good morning. Move 100. What's your guess? Your feet. Your feet. Hmm. No, it's just about as far away from your feet as you can get. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Hey, move your guess. Uh, my guess is your face. Hey. hey. <laughs> Believe it or not, yeah. <laughs> it's the dirtiest skin surface on your body. Definitely. Don't ever, you know, lick anybody's face. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100-24-7. It's time. Let's play Aaron and Peter's Beat the Bank. Presented by Colonial Honda on Roby. On Move 100. Okay, so we have Joan McLeod on the line this morning. Joan, how are you doing? I'm excited. <laughs> are you feeling good? You're feeling a little nervous, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be just fine. Joan, want to make sure that you can hear Peter? Good morning, Joan. Good morning, Peter. Good. Everybody's here. Crew's all here. All right. So, Joan, here's how Beat the Bank works. We are going to open a vault. Every vault we open will contain more money than the one that was before it. Mm-hmm. Now, you can stop any time and keep that money. And the vaults, as you know, can go all the way up to $20,000 in cash, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the bad part is if you open a vault and the alarm goes off, you're going to lose it all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so are you ready? <laughs> yes. Let's you want to get right to this? Mm-hmm. Okay, Joan. Here we go. Let's not make her wait any longer. Joan, here is Move 100's bank vault number one. $375. Joan. Hey, mm. look at that, Joan. I know. <laughs> Let's go again. You want to go again? Mm-hmm. I love the confidence I'm hearing. Yeah. yeah. Joan, okay. With just as much confidence, move 100, bank vault number two. $445. Oh. $445. Holy man. It's getting a little harder. Right? Uh, yep. Let's go again. Okay. <laughs> We'll just pull that back from the middle of the table. (laughs) 
And we'll give you whatever we find in Move 100 Bank Vault number three. $590 in mm. bank vault number three. Uh, um, okay, you know what? Um, what? I'm going to stop. You're going to stop? Mm-hmm. I can't. All right, John. Okay, it's official. She's stopping. We'll pile that money up nice and neat for you. Oh, perfect. And, uh, and hand it over to you. $590. She stopped after three vaults. What you going to do with that money? You going to go out for, you know, a nice dinner? Are you going to treat yourself? Get uh, some Christmas probably, shopping done? Probably Christmas shop for Christmas the shopping. Christmas <laughs> shopping. Oh, for the grandkids. I love it. <laughs> okay, Joan, here's the hard part. <sighs> We're going to check. This is where we reveal the rest of the vaults, Joan. Move 100, vault number four. Okay. The Not grandkids bad. are already good, though. Yeah, the grandkids are good. They're taken care of. <laughs> For Joan, move on hundred bank vault number five. Seven hundred ninety dollars. Joan, you good? Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just a big moan. If you just joined us, Joan stalled stalled out at five hundred and ninety. No, no, that's not right. She won five hundred and ninety. Yeah, what are you saying? Stalled out. She's got five hundred ninety bucks. Hey, exactly. Yeah. But that was vault number three. Let's see what's in vault number six. Nine hundred seventy-five dollars. Ouch. Uh, Is it starting to sting a little? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joan, I'm sorry. <laughs> Here is Move 100, vault number seven. Hey! hey. You know what? The, I was hoping. I was hoping for that alarm just then. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay, so Joan, that's okay. So it did go up to $975. You stopped at $590, which is all yours from playing Beat the Bank. Congratulations. Thank you guys so much. Joan, that's awesome. You're a trooper. You hang on the line for us, okay? Thank you. All right. She's going to get some nice shopping done for the grandkids. They're going to be stoked. Hey, we're back with Beat the Bank tomorrow. Your chance to win up to $20,000 in cash. Set your alarm right now for tomorrow. Nine o'clock is when you're playing Beat the Bank on Move 100. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.